conference week last week. And we're going to conclude the year with the series we commenced the first week of October, Birthing Miracles. We believe that God is a God of miracles. Let me repeat that one more time. We believe that God is a God of miracles. At least 40% of you believe, we believe in this house that God is a God of miracles. Miracles did not conclude with the last chapter of the book of Revelation. Miracles did not come to an end with the New Testament church. Miracles are still alive and well today. I believe every single person in this auditorium and those streaming can bear witness to the fact that God is still a God of miracles. We have seen miracles in our respective lives, in the lives of people we love, in addition to verifiable, certifiable miracles around the world. And a miracle is not just a healing. A miracle is not just a healing. These are great miracles, healing miracles. But a miracle is a family being restored. A miracle is a prodigal son and daughter coming back home. A miracle is a, it's anything that requires supernatural intervention in order to determine the outcome. So if the outcome came about via the conduit of God intervening, that is a miracle in itself. There are miracles, and there's a process for miracles to be born. What if I tell you that there are miracles that require an army? There are miracles that require an army. Let me, let me prove it. First Samuel. I love that name, Samuel. Great book in the Bible. First Samuel. There was a man named Elkanah who lived in Ramah. Verse 2. Elkanah had two wives, Hannah and Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah did not. Somebody say, Hannah did not. Each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of heaven's armies. That, another word, another phrase, an old English phrase for that descriptor would be the Lord of hosts. The Lord of heaven's armies. Hannah, verse 10 now, Hannah was in deep anguish. She had no kids now crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And this is what she prayed. Lord of heaven's armies, Lord of hosts, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer my prayer and give me a son, I will give him back to you. He will be yours for his entire lifetime. And as a sign that he has been dedicated to you, his hair will never be cut. That was her prayer. The Lord of heaven's armies. There are miracles that require an army. Let, if you're taking any notes, point number one is the Lord of heaven's armies will deliver your miracle. I'll repeat that. You'll get it by the end of the sermon. The Lord of heaven's armies will deliver your miracle. If some of you are hearing spiritually speaking, we brought an army. And I want to show you what this looks like. Let each year, Elkanah would travel to Shiloh to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of heaven's armies. Let's begin. Elkanah had two wives. Insert joke there. Two wives. Mm, Lord Jesus. Each year, he would travel to Shiloh. Shiloh was the capital of Israel during the time of the judges, prior to Jerusalem. Elkanah would travel to the one who it belongs, Hannah, had no kids. Now the Bible says that when Hannah and Elkanah prayed, they prayed to the Lord of heaven's armies. It is interesting because in the Bible, God goes by many names. Jehovah, Jahweh, Jireh, the Lord will provide. Jahweh Nisi, the Lord is my banner. 
Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is my peace. Jehovah Mikeshish, the Lord your sanctifier. Jehovah Rui, the Lord my shepherd. She can do. The Lord is our righteousness. Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. Jehovah Elohim, the Lord is the God of Israel. But here it is the first time that he is introduced in all of the Bible as the Lord of heaven's armies. I'm going to break this down for you in a second. All of a sudden, when Hannah prays for her miracle, she doesn't say, God, heal my womb. She doesn't pray for healing. Jehovah Rapha, that name was revealed. She doesn't pray even for God to provide Jehovah Jireh. She prayed, God, you go by many names, but today I'm calling upon the God that fights for me. You're going to get this. She didn't pray to a gentle God. She didn't pray to a pacifist. She didn't pray to a weak God. She didn't pray to a whining God. She didn't pray to a victimized God. She prayed to the Lord of heaven's armies. Let me, let me explain what this means. She, she's basically saying the following. What, what I really need right now is not healing. What I need right now is not like just an additional provision. My, what I'm asking you for is so big. What I'm asking you for is so big, I'm going to need you to fight for me. This is not your normal miracle. I'm going to need you to show up and fight. There are miracles that are so big that require a battle. There are miracles... You, if what you're asking for does not require a battle, it may not be big. But when, but when you get out of your comfort zone and you start asking God for some crazy things, I, 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 listen, you may be going through some warfare and you may be going through some battles. For every battle that you're going through, there must be a miracle on the other side of that battle. When you ask God for crazy things, she's not just asking for anything. She's asking for something crazy. I want you to give me a son. But by the way, stop. I'm not asking you for a son for me. Watch her wording. I want you to give me a son. But I just want you to do it through me. Because whatever you give me, I'm going to give back to you. No. She's asking for a minister. She's asking for a prophet. She, she's not asking for a son like the Shunammite woman for, with the prophet. No, she's not asking for a son like that. She's saying, oh, done. That, that woman's making fun of me. That Penina woman is ridiculing me. Look, Penina would taunt her, the Bible says. Penina would go, nana, 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 you don't have any kids. She would taunt her. And all of a sudden, Hannah said, enough is enough. I'm tired of her taunting me. I'm tired of going to Shiloh and not having everything I want to give you. You know, but Penina has a bunch of kids. You know what? I don't want you just to give me a son. I want you to give me a prophet. I want you to give me a minister. Matter of fact, God, I promise you this. If you give it to me, I will use it for your glory. If you give it to me, I will testify you. If you give it, God, if you give me that new job, I promise you that every single day I will tell my colleagues that Jesus is the only way. If you give me that new relationship, I promise you that relationship will get me closer to you and it will lift you up. I, what If you promise to give it back to him, it will come with a battle. When you ask God for crazy things, it will come with a battle. So if you've been going through a battle recently, if you've been fighting some things, if I were you, I'd be smiling. 
If you've been going through, if you feel the rumblings of warfare around you, if I were you, I would stop whining. Take the finger off your mouth. Stop sucking your thumb and start opening up your mouth and giving God praise. Because if you're going through a battle, you, there's a miracle on the other side of that battle. And when that miracle is born, it will change not only your life, it will change the life of everyone you know. If somebody here is desperate for your miracle, open up your mouth and shout like you know that your miracle is coming. Lift up your hands and say, my miracle is on the way. They prayed to the God, to the Lord of heaven's armies. They prayed to the warrior God. They prayed to the God that has an army. They prayed to the lion of the tribe of Judah. They prayed to the God who is not afraid of darkness. They prayed to the God who is more than willing to fight for his children. She did not ask God to heal her womb. She did not ask, she asked God to fight for her. One more time, there are miracles that require a fight. Raise your right hand, repeat after me. There are miracles that require a fight. There are miracles that require a battle. There are miracles that require an army. <laughs> but the battle is not mine. Somebody should get this right in the next 30 seconds. Somebody shout, there are miracles that require a battle, but praise be the Lord. The battle is not mine. I said the battle is not mine. The battle is not mine. Some of you should be putting a smile on your face because your miracle is coming. But your miracle is not coming through Amazon Prime. And your miracle is not coming through your hack. And your miracle is not coming through your follower on Instagram. Your miracle is literally being delivered through an army from heaven that is breaking through the darkness and breaking through all the hell that the enemy has constructed to try to stop the fulfillment of that miracle. This is what your miracle looks like. Surrounded. Imagine the army of heaven delivering your miracle. There is warfare. The attempt of the enemy, what the devil wants to do is to detract you, distract, disturb, disrupt, divide, put you in a state of depression and despair in order for you not to be in the place to receive the miracle. You have to be in the place. You have to be in the place. If you're not home when Amazon delivers, you have to be in the place. You have to, there is no God will leave it in the front door to see when you get there. You have to be in the place. Even, even in 2 Chronicles, when, when the Lord, that famous phrase, 2 Chronicles 2015, the battle is not yours, the battle belongs to me, said the Lord. But even in that reading, God gives them the instructions to Jehoshaphat, you have to take your position. You know, you have to be there. You're not going to fight, but you got to look like you're going to fight. I'm preaching now. No, you missed it. You're not going to be the one fighting, but you have to be there. You got to take the position. What is that? that isn't, this, isn't that like a waste of time? I'm not the one fighting, but you want me to look like I'm the one fighting? Yeah. Yeah. Because the devil shouldn't see you defeated. The devil shouldn't see you depressed. The devil shouldn't see you in a fetal position. Even when you're wounded, even when you're crying, even when you're broken, take your position. Take your position. Is there anybody here in this auditorium on this Sunday morning that says, my miracle requires a battle, but the battle is not mine. The battle belongs to the Lord. Take your position. 
promotion. What position is that? There are miracles. Well, what miracle was it? Watch this. Hannah says this. Oh, I'm going to need your army. I'm going to need you and your army to show up for what I'm asking for. What did she ask for? When the miracle you're asking for has multi-generational implications. When the miracle you're asking for is not just about you and your present circumstance. But when you ask for cuckoo for Cocoa Puff things, like what I'm asking you for is not just for me now. I want you to give me the kind of breakthrough that my children and my children's children and my children's children's children will walk in that breakthrough. Are you with me right now? If all you're doing is asking about you and your now, you missed it. If all you're asking is for God to cover you so you can continue to go from paycheck to paycheck, and I don't mean just financially, I mean emotionally, I mean relationally, I mean spiritually, you missed it. But if you have, if, if enough is enough, if you've had enough and said enough, I'm tired of the paninas of the world taunting me and acting like then and then and then and now. I want you to give me something so big that it will be used for your glory in such a way. Way. Matter of fact, I want you to give me something so big that it will outlast me. I feel the Lord right about now. Anybody here ready for a miracle that even when you're gone, your miracle is still alive? Anybody here ready for the kind of miracle that even when you're not here, your miracle is still alive? Somebody praise like your miracle is coming. When the miracle you're asking for will unleash the prophetic in a very pathetic world. When the miracle you are asking for will give God all the glory and magnify the name of Jesus. When the miracle you are asking for will literally change your world, there will be a battle. The size of your miracle is directly proportional to the magnitude of the battle. If there's a battle, there must be a miracle behind that battle. If there's a battle, there must be a miracle behind that battle. If there's a battle... There must be a miracle behind that battle. This is what the Bible describes as spiritual warfare. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6, 12. Praise be to God. Here it is. The God that we serve is not a God in a tutu. He is not a God in a tutu. Imagine Jason Fortick wearing a tutu. My point to you, don't, actually don't imagine that, delete that visual. Imagine this mighty God where, no, that's not the way the world works. Our God is a mighty warrior. Pastor, Pastor Sam, you're trying to describe God in some sort of militant way. No, it's what the way the Bible describes him. God fights for you. God fights in you. God fights with you. How about this? God fights through you. Did you get that right now? Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 4. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies. To give you the victory. Jeremiah 20 11. But the Lord stands beside me like a great warrior. Second Chronicles 20 15. I just stated the battle belongs to God. Psalm 68 verse 1. Arise O God. Let your enemies be scattered. Romans 8 31. If God be for us 1 John 4, 4, oh, little children, you are from God and have overcome all the enemies for he who is in you is greater. 
And then my favorite, if you don't think God is a warrior, if you don't think God is a mighty warrior and he fights, let me show you what he is going to look like when he, when the whole world sees him again. Yeah, you missed it. When the world sees Jesus again, this is not the world, this is not the Jesus people are going to see. They're not going to see Jesus going like this. Coming down on a cloud going. That's not the Jesus. If you all want that Jesus, if you want that woke version of Jesus, good luck with that. That's not the Jesus you're going to see. I'm going to describe to you the Jesus you're going to see. Revelation 19, 11. Then I saw heaven open. I just can't wait to have Fox and MSNBC and CNN, Univision, ABC, NBC cover that. They saw heaven open and suddenly a white horse appeared. The name of the one writing. His name is Faithful and True. With pure righteousness, he judges and rides to battle. To what? To battle. He wore many regal crowns and his eyes were flashing like the flames of fire. He had a secret name inscribed on him that's known only to himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood and his title is called the word of God. I don't know if you get this. Verse 15, a sharp sword came from his mouth to conquer the nations. Verse 16, on his robe, talking about tattoos, the greatest tattoos ever. On his robe and on his thigh, he had inscribed the name, the King of Kings and the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready. The mighty warrior is coming back. The mighty warrior is coming back. I'm going to say it again. Let not your heart be troubled. The mighty warrior is coming back. If you believe in praise like you know it. Lift up your hands. Every time you pray, he fights for you. No, y'all didn't hear me. Every time you praise, he fights for you. Every time you worship, he fights for you. Every time you shout, he fights for you. I said every time you shout, he fights for you. Every time you forgive, he fights for you. Every time you speak truth, he fights for you. Every time you lift up the name of Jesus, he fights for you. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Somebody should be right now with a spirit of expectancy, knowing that the God of heaven's armies will be delivering your miracle. If you truly believe that, lift up your hands pretty high. Somebody should be rejoicing, praising, celebrating. The Lord of hosts, I'm here to tell you your miracle is coming. What God promised you is coming. And it took a battle to get there. Is this for anybody here? It took a battle to get there. But I'm here to tell you all God is saying is take your position. Somebody here should just go ahead, take your position. You're not going to fight, but act like you're going to fight. You're not going to be the one taking out the sword and fighting, but act like you're the one taking out the sword and fighting. Take your position. Take it. She says, if you give them to me, I promise I'm going to give them back to you. The Lord, the Lord of hosts with your hands raised. It's more powerful than the prince of darkness. Somebody's going to get your breakthrough right now. Somebody's going to get their miracle right now. The Lord of heaven's armies already defeated hell's minions. The warrior God is the God of your breakthrough. 
I sense the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies is fighting for the miracle in your family. The Lord of heaven's armies is fighting for the miracle in your body. I feel the Lord of heaven's armies just in right now. It went into your body, going into your cells, going into your mitochondria. The Lord of heaven's armies is defeating every cancerous cell in your body. Every cell causing the pain and the inflammation. We serve the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord of heaven's armies is fighting for the miracle in your children and your children's children. The miracle of your generation. With both hands raised for the desperate people in the house. For those that need your miracle, not want it, but need it. If you need your miracle rather than want your miracle, lift up your hands even higher. Those that need a miracle rather than want a miracle. Those that are desperate. Those that are hungry. Those that really, really. Those that are tired of the paninas. The spiritual paninas and the mental paninas. The part of your mind. The part of your mind that is penina. That taunts the part of your mind that is Hannah. Benina's in your head. Benina's in your thoughts. There's a part of you that taunts you. There's a part of you that says you're never going to see everything that God promised you. There's a part of you that says you're never going to see everything the preachers are telling you. And preaching, you're never, all those promises in scripture are not for you. They're for other people. Everybody else gets your breakthrough but you. That's Penina. Penina is not an outside force. Penina is a thought in your mind. And all of a sudden, God says, watch. I'm delivering your miracle. I'm delivering your miracle. I sense the Lord with your hands raised. I'm delivering your miracle. Oh, I'm delivering your miracle. I'm delivering your miracle. If you desperate need for your miracle, it's just hands raised right there, right there, right there, right there. Can I just, right there as you have your hands raised, I'm going to repeat this. I'm just reading the Bible. Penina had children, but Hannah did not. Hannah did not have children, but she had faith. Hannah did not have children, but she had a prayer life. Stop. Stop. She did not have children, but she had a revelation regarding the lordship and the might of the God she served. I'm here to tell you that as a child of God, what you have is always greater than what you are missing. Is this is for you? Lift up one hand really high. In Jesus, with Jesus, and for Jesus, what you have is always greater than what you are missing. Stop focusing on what's missing in your life and start praising for what you already have. Oh no, somebody should be praising a little bit louder. Let me do that one more time. Stop focusing. I feel a breakthrough right now. Stop focusing on what's missing. Open up your mouth and give God a praise for what you already have. Somebody praise Him for what you have. Somebody worship Him for what you have. Somebody shout unto God on the voice of victory for what you have. Lift up your hands. Stand with me. You are standing already. Those that are not standing. Pastor Sam, but I'm missing open doors. What? Pastor Sam, I'm missing open doors. You may not have all the doors open, but you serve the God that when he opens the door, nothing will close it. Pastor Sam, but I'm missing some money. You may not have all the money, but you serve the God that provides all of your needs according to his riches which are in glory. Just like Hannah, what you have is greater than what you are missing. What do you have? 
You have a grace that is sufficient. You have a gift that can never be revoked. You have the glory that is forever increasing. You have a faith that moves mountains, a shout that brings down walls, a purpose that cannot be stopped, a dream that will come to fruition. You have perfect love that expels all fear, mercy that triumphs over judgment. You have the truth that sets us free, the blood that enables you to overcome. You have the blessings of Abraham, the victory of Christ, the power of the Holy Ghost. You have goodness and mercy following you all the days of your life. And you have the name that is above every other name. You have the name of Jesus. Lords of heaven's armies will deliver your miracle the moment you understand that what you have is greater than what you are missing. And the final point, watch this. The Lord of heaven's armies delivers miracles that carry a prophetic anointing. Let me explain. Can I show you something real crazy as you stand with me? Watch this. Hannah prayed not to Jehovah Jireh, not to Jehovah Rapha. She knows she prayed to Jehovah Shaboth which is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies. I don't need you to heal me right now. I don't need you to provide something right now. I need you to fight for me. That's you. Fight for me. I need the fighter God to show up in my life. Sometimes you need that fighter God, that warrior God to show up. Sometimes you just need the army of heaven to invade your family. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you think, when you know, how many have sensed some warfare in their lives? Ever. Not everything is warfare. We, we, we reconcile the fact that there is warfare, but we live in the finished work of Christ who already defeated the enemy. But the enemy is a liar. Listen, I've always given you this. If, if God already defeated the devil, Colossians 2.15, if he did, not he will, but he did, why is the enemy still fighting? He, the devil, is what? The father of what? He's the father of lies. He is such a liar that according to scripture, everything that comes out of him is a what? So he lies to himself. Why would he continue to fight if he's already defeated? Because he lies to himself and convinces himself that he's not defeated. That's when he attacks you, but when he attacks you, you already have the victory. Your victory is not coming in this church. We don't teach that because it's not biblical. Your victory is not on the way. We live in victory. Christ is my victory. 24-7, seven days a week victory. Anybody here with me right now? This is your miracle. Charles, come up here a little bit. God, there's a miracle coming your way that's going to shift your life. It's going to change your life. The greatest miracle is the gift of salvation. You have that. But horizontally, God's going to provide. He's going to give you a miracle that you're going to give back to him for his glory. Ah, you're not getting that. All right, final, final, final. So Hannah prays, right? If you give it to me, I'm going to need you to fight for me. And you give me the miracle, I'm going to give it back to you, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anybody know the name of that miracle? When Hannah had a boy, what was his name? Say it again. I'm self-serving, sorry. I can't, I can't. Self-serving. No. So, so Samuel, right? Watch this. Samuel grows up 
grows up next to the ark of God, grows up in church his entire life. He literally slept next to the church. We, Pastor Abe and I were there in Shiloh. We, we, we were there in Shiloh, right next to the spot where Samuel, they discovered this, and it's amazing, where Samuel slept. Right next to the ark of God. Wow, powerful. Watch this. Samuel ends up anointing whom? Thank you. I love that section. Who does Samuel anoint? Who cares about Saul first? You're all reminding me about the past. There's always that one person. Yeah, Saul first. Four years of Bible college messes him up. Totally accurate, Saul first. That's what happens when you have educated pastors on your team. I love that. Saul first. But then after Saul. David. I'm going to conclude. This is it. Final, I promise. Final, 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 final. Okay, wait, final, final, final. One more time. Who did Hannah pray to? What name of the Lord? The Lord of hosts, which means the Lord of heaven's armies, right? What did I tell you that when Watch this. Samuel's born. Samuel anoints Saul, but then he anoints David. 1 Samuel 17. David, the spiritual son of Samuel, the son of Hannah, who prayed to the Lord of Heaven's armies. David finds a giant named Goliath. David comes along. Goliath is talking trash. David can't stand it. He goes, what? You're all letting him talk trash. David, a shepherd boy, comes up and said, you, you, he just stands up. You, you come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin. But I come against you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies. I'm here to tell you to get ready. Your children and your children's children and your children's children's children will pray in the name of Jesus because you pray in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout like you know it. on the sick. I feel the Lord. Your children will pray in the Spirit because you pray in the Spirit. Your children will memorize the promises of God because you memorize the promises of God. David used the same identical words. Same identical words. Same identical words. Because it goes from one generation to the other. Oh, lift. I'm done. I'm done. I really am done. Lift up your hands. I sense the Lord. Ready, Charles? Come up here, Charles. Come up here closer. Some of you guys surround Charles right here. Come here. Come here right here. Surround him. Some, PJ, go in the front a little bit. Matter of fact, PJ, turn around. Look at the crowd. Lift up the sword if you can. That's a heavy sword. None of this, none of this stuff is plastic. This stuff is real stuff here. This is real stuff here. The swords are, this is real stuff. It's a real battle. 
for your dream and your anointing and your calling and your purpose. It's a real battle. And the battle you've been through is directly proportional to the magnitude of the miracle. Behind that battle, there is a miracle. And I'm here to tell you, you're about to see God show up and deliver that miracle. And there's not a devil in hell, a demon on earth. There's not a taunting spirit that will be able to stop that miracle from being born. If you receive this word, all I want you to do right now is do something a little bit different. All I want you to do is to count to three. I want you to shout to the Lord of hosts. All I want you to say, God, my miracle requires a battle, but the battle belongs to you. Repeat after me. Ready? One, two, three. God, my miracle requires a battle, but the battle belongs to you. Now give him the best shout. You give him this. Somebody shout like your miracle is on the way. Somebody rejoice like before this year is over. You will occupy your promise. Somebody celebrate. Like your children and your children's children will pray to the Lord of heaven's armies. If you got this word, lift up your hands. If you really got to lift up both hands. The battle. Look up here for a second. Look up here. We're done. Penina is not out there. Penina is in here. This is Penina right here there's a part of you that taunts the other part of you are you willing to give it back are you willing to give God back what God gives you not rhetorically she literally took Samuel you're born I'm going to give it back to God because I promise. So you want that new job. Are you willing to promise God you're going to use that new job to reach more people through your testimony? If that's you, raise your hand. Your previous relationship fell apart. You're dating now. You're seeing someone. Do you promise this new relationship will be run with integrity? Are you with me right now? Do you promise that holiness will permeate and you're going you're gonna to use that new relationship to give God the glory if you do lift up your hands? Oh, man. How about that new anointing? If you're saying, God, last time it didn't work out for me, but the new anointing I'm asking you, I promise it's going to be just for you. The new open doors, the new career, the new idea. If this word got you, say amen. amen. This is it. You're looking at, all you got to do is take the position. Go ahead. Hannah, pray. Pray crazy. Heavenly Father, lift up your hands. Let me pray over you. Heavenly Father, seal this message right now. In every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, there are miracles that require a battle the battle belongs to you when we when we commit to giving you back what you give us that it will be used exclusively for you that it will literally change the world the enemy will try everything he can to stop the birth of that miracle but Lord thank you the battle belongs to you you are the Lord of heaven's armies you are the Lord of hosts and as we speak right now can we just prophesy 
that God's army is invading your family, your home, your marriage, your ministry, your calling, your body, your health, your finances, your career. Right now as I speak, the angels of heaven, there is an army from heaven, literally, that invades your circumstance. That's not a metaphor. Literally speaking, there are spiritual forces from heaven invading your circumstance as we speak, guaranteeing the victory that was already secured on the cross, Colossians 2.15. Right now, 1 Corinthians 15.57, we stand upon that victory that is Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, my miracle will be born, delivered not by Amazon, not by man, delivered by the Lord of heaven's armies. In Jesus' name. If you come in agreement, say in Jesus' name. Amen. Now high five your neighbor and tell him my miracle is on the way. My miracle is coming. My miracle is coming. Give it up. Give it up for our mighty warriors. Wow. Look at you. If you got this message, say amen.